That's News to Me is a Twisted Dreams comedy production. I have a new deal now. Yeah? I've started playing classical music when we eat dinner. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. I hate listening to people eat. Me too. Because Stephanie eats, like, she's a she's a heavy chore, and I have to listen to all of Oh, I can't. I all can't, of that. I and I hate people I that talk when they... I yes. Hear, I don't want to see your food. I don't want to hear your food. I don't want to see, I don't wanna see your food. I don't want to hear mm. your food. If I could... if I, I don't want to hear you. There are people that I can hear you drink. I don't... Yes. I even get on my own nerves. Fuck. Isn't sure. that bad? And Rick slurps his food. It doesn't matter what he's eating. He slurps. I'm like, you, you know, if you're eating peanut butter, you can just put your lips around the spoon and pull the spoon out. You don't have to go when you're eating peanut butter. How do you slurp peanut butter? He slurps everything. He's eating a sandwich. I'm like, you're going to end up. What the fuck are you slurping? Stop slurping. Just put it in your mouth. Push your lips around it. Chomp your teeth down and then pull your food away. Thank you. And keep your mouth closed. And keep closed. your mouth fucking shut. Oh, God. Uh, and I hate Girl, what are you ranting about? I'm talking about the podcast news to me. Have you never heard of it? Look, listen to the catchy jingle. Press play. Erica B and Mookie G and everything they say. Man, it's news to me. You got Mookie G. And Erica B and everything they say, man, it's news to me. Found it in the peach. News to me. Welcome to That's News to Me. I'm Mookie G. And I'm Erica. We scour the internet to find funny, weird, absurd news stories to blur the bad, depressing, boring stuff, and hopefully bring a smile to your face. We're so glad you've joined us for another episode. If you wouldn't mind, continue to help us do what we love. You can support the show in three ways, none of which require your money. All we ask is that you subscribe so you don't miss a future episode, share us with your friends so we can continue to grow, and leave us a five-star review so that we know you like what you hear. Shall we get started? Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen. Hey, y'all. Hope you all are doing well. Yep. Erica, how are you today? I'm good. How are you doing? Erica, I am O-damn-K. Yeah, that's yes, what I like to hear. I am O-damn-K. I am excited about today's stories. Yeah, me yes, too. Yes, yes, yes. Before I get started, I want to remind everyone out there, if you are a new listener, you can follow us on Instagram. You can just head over and type in in the search bar, type in Twisted Dreams Comedy. Yeah. Hit that follow button. And guess what? We'll follow you back. If you would like to follow us individually, you can follow me at Mookie underscore G underscore comedy. And you can follow Erica at... At least the letter U, the letter R, pretty. <laughs> at least I'm pretty was already taken, so then I get creative with it. Now it just doesn't make sense. I'm okay. sorry. So you, And then also, please head over to our website and subscribe to our newsletter. Our website is... TwistedDreamsComedy.com. You got it. Yeah. Sign up for our newsletter. Yes. And if you are thinking about doing your own podcast as well, then and you need a little help, then please reach out to our editor. Yeah. Nelson. And you can find his information right here in the show notes. That's it right there. I said it slow because Erica was going to jump in and say, <laughs> boom, we're a great team. That's right. Yeah. Our other co-host, our third co-host is peeking at us around the corner. That's right. 
Yeah. He's, if you were listening to last episode, you know that our co-host, our third co-host scared the shit out of me and I jumped and kind of screamed. <laughs> He's scary, y'all. He's a five-pound chihuahua. Five-pound hairy chihuahua. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Well, Erica, <laughs> I'm going to get into my story today. Okay. And uh, my story comes to us from thejournalstar.com. Okay. And it takes place back in March 5th of 2022. Not too long ago. Not too long ago. Now, it goes back a little further than that. Okay. But this is when everything kind of started wrapping up some, mm-hmm. and they had to put some bowls on the story to let you know what was happening. <laughs> Let me take a deep breath here before I get into this, because this is an interesting story here, because it's a lot of stuff that uh, just made me chuckle. Mm -hmm. All right. Former Wahoo police chief Bruce Farley abruptly resigned in November of 2021 after he was caught having sex with a Wahoo resident. Ah, It seems normal. Mm -hmm. Why would he resign after having sex with a resident? Well, let's continue on here. Farley or Furley. Was caught. (laughs) See, this is where I I gotta back up here. I gotta see now. I'm messing up. I gotta start over. It's like I know what's coming next. Okay, Farley was caught because his body camera was recording. Oh no! As he was having sex with the resident, the body camera caught a glimpse of them having sex in a mirror. Oh no! So he wasn't—he wasn't wearing the body camera. He was like—he was wearing oh, the body camera, and he what? turned and body camera no, hit uh, the mirror and saw them having sex. Oh no! The body camera footage showed Farley partially clothed <laughs> in his Wahoo police uniform, and of all the things he took off, his body cam was not <laughs> one of them. It was not one of them. Dummy. Having sex with a woman who had called police about an estranged boyfriend. I can help you with that, man. <laughs> <laughs> the sex was consensual. <laughs> oh, good. That's good. I'm, I was like, okay, that's, I'm very thankful that happened. Some states make it illegal to have sex while on duty. Now, here's the kiss, though. Uh-oh. Wahoo is in Nebraska. Nebraska does not have that law, which is very weird to me. This happened in Nebraska. They don't have the law. I feel, you know, I, I feel like maybe there's a change coming. I feel like there's a change coming. But if that's the case, why did he have to resign? If it was consensual, is it because he showed up to help the woman? And then yeah, on a call, <laughs> on a call, it was like. So the body cam doesn't, it's not like it's live streaming, right? So that's been one of my biggest fears is that, you know. Yeah, the body cam is not live streaming You live at all. stream in no. a weird situation. It's not live streaming at all. It requires everything. You go back and you can watch the footage. <laughs> now, here's the part of the story. Now, this, when he first took over as chief of Wahoo, there were no body cams for any police officers in this place, in Wahoo. So he just got caught. Well, it's not necessarily the first time. Well, no, no, no. Here's the catch, though. Now, let me finish this. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so he's the new, he's the incoming chief. There's uh-huh. no body cam. No one is wearing a body cam. One of the first things he do as chief is like, you know what? We're all going to start wearing body cams. It was his idea. Was his idea. Dummy. <laughs> you big it, dummy. It was his Idea. Oh my god! And I'm—he's <laughs> dumb for not taking the. I, he's dumb for several reasons. 
He's he's dumb for a lot of reasons. I was gonna say he's dumb for one thing, but he's dumb for a lot. Yeah, he's dumb for a lot. He's, he's dumb for a lot. Ooh. I feel like we should issue him an award for being stupid, but I don't know what kind of award I would issue him. Maybe do they have trophies that are shaped like body cams? <laughs> well, they should. His should be. His should be dipped in bronze. <laughs> Let's bronze his his his, his body, body cam. cam. I just don't understand some people. I do. As as a man, let me just say, as okay. a man, men think about sex a lot, mm-hmm. and it, I did. It did not say how old the chief was, but when it comes to sex, men, it's hard for men to control themselves. We see how many men get out here and do a lot of strange things mm-hmm. to have sex, to make sexual advances at women, or hell, in general, not just women. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why I'm generalizing. This men that make advances at any and everyone that they can that they're attracted to, but. For him to do so on the clock, he could have said, you know what? You're very attractive. Let me get your phone Here's number. Here's my card. Yes. You call me. I call you. We can meet when I'm off the clock. Mm-hmm. He couldn't wait. Like, what did she have on when he yeah, got there? Sh- what? Mm. Did she seduce? I don't, it's a, and she was... She, I mean, and I'm not victim blaming it. No. Well, but, this is a victimless crime. Yeah, she's it, not it, victim. There's no victim. If I'm having an issue with my ex-boyfriend or ex-partner, whatever, and it's... To the point where I need to call the police. I'm not going to be in a very amorous mood. I'm going to be in like a crisis situation mood. Maybe he came in and she was she was like, first of all, thank you for getting him out of here. Second yeah. of all, damn chief, you are hot. I like a good man in uniform. Man, I'm lie. I know. Maybe it was her idea. Like, Maybe. you know what? Don't take all that uniform off. <laughs> I'm going to bend over right here. <laughs> you do what you got. <laughs> hey, super cute. Oh my gosh. The the ironic part of this is that no one reported this story. So they just randomly checked body cam oh. footage and they saw this fi- if, footage. If he's the chief, who checked it? Uh, I think just other officers. And then they turned him in to... And they were like, hey man, we got to turn this in. Who do they turn it in? Internal affairs? <laughs> I, I guess. I, first of all, if you're in a place called Wahoo, <laughs> it seems... <laughs> Wahoo, I've never heard of Wahoo, Nebraska. I haven't either. It seems How like... How many cops y'all got? It's like, it seems like it'll be like, hey man, look, delete that for me. Right? How does you this saw get that? out? Let me, let me delete that. Maybe they didn't like the chief. Maybe. Wait, here it is. I'm a black man checking, taking up for the police. <laughs> I hope I don't lose my card for this. But I'm just saying. He didn't, he didn't commit a crime. Yeah. I, He's just getting some loving. He was... He was and it's not... A law. He was getting the thank you. He was. It was cop appreciation. She said, day. how can I repay you? And he said, I got an idea. I don't. <laughs> and she said, done. <laughs> and she said, can I have my change back? <laughs> Absolutely. And he said, no. <laughs> There's a coin shortage. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> this played out in a way I didn't. Uh, I didn't see. I took it on a tangent. <laughs> you did, but I, no, I, I love the tangent. This is this is a very fitting tangent. But I don't. I don't know if if you were a damsel in distress, mm-hmm. and let's say your husband shows up in uniform, hi, and he saves you. Yeah. Would you? Would you? As the kids say, would you bust it open for him right then and there? For my husband, yeah. Like but, it, but he's not your husband at the time. Yeah, yeah. Heck yeah, I would. You would? Mm-hmm. He's he, sexy. I love my husband. I think he's hot. So, again, so uh, that's what she did. Yeah. Suppose this couple ends up married. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I'm saying couple. They're not a couple. But suppose they end up together. I would love to find out. Wouldn't they, that be a great story? That would be like, hey, So how'd y'all meet? Well, well <laughs> I called 911 because my, my ex-boyfriend was there harassing acting me, acting a fool. He was doing things he wasn't supposed to. He was trying mm-hmm. to bust my tires out and, you know, bust my windows out my car. And I called 911. And then the police chief showed, showed up. Showed up. Riding a horse. You would not believe <laughs> Riding a horse. <laughs> It is Wild Nebraska. <laughs> and, and as soon as he said, whoa, mule, I was like, oh, my gosh. Hey. <laughs> How you doing? Because <laughs> uh, I can tell you, so my, my husband did not save me from any situation, but we met at Starbucks. And oh Lord. when I first saw him, he was wearing scrubs. And I was like, hey. Oh, you spoke to him? Not really. I stalked him for six months. I thought it was cute. <laughs> Wait a minute, time out. Okay, this is the way. Now I'm going away from the story. Sorry, tangent. Okay, so you see your husband in. I'm saying husband. Forget this. You saw Rick in Starbucks. Yes, I saw him in Starbucks. Okay, and you saw him in Scrubs. Yes. You saw his name tag. Did he have his name tag on? I don't think so. I think it was just the Scrubs. So how did how could you stalk someone for six months and not know a name? Mm, so here's what happened. So okay. I was running late for work that day. He was earlier than normal. And I worked right across the street in this office building from the Starbucks. And so I had never seen him before. So our paths crossed this one time. And so I was like, oh my gosh, he's so cute. So I go to work and I tell my boss and I was like, sorry, I'm even later than I thought I would be. I got stopped at Starbucks Googling over this guy. And he was like, this was, you know, years and years and years ago. So he wrote my cell phone number on a piece of paper and he was like, next time you see him, hand him this. He was like, you be late as much as you want. Oh, shit. So I was like, okay. So did he put the name on it? It's just the number. Just the number. Okay. So, I mean, for the next six months, I would alter my schedule to try to <laughs> see him again. You know, like I'd go early one day or late another day and, and every once in a while I'd catch him. So I started to learn what his patterns were. I was a total stalker. Oh, and then six months later, he talked to me finally, but he didn't, he didn't ask me on a date. So I didn't think he liked me. He was like, Hey, um, my friends and I are hanging out this weekend. You want to come hang out with my friends? And I was like, Okay. So I went back to work and I was like, I finally talked to him, but I don't think he likes me. He invited me to hang out with his friends. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to give him the number though? I, I was leaving the Starbucks to go get in my car that day that he talked to me. He was in his car and he came around the parking lot and pulled up behind me and rolled his window down and was like, Hey, I've seen you around here. What's up? That's what happened. <laughs> but you before you saw you saw him several times before then. Oh yeah. So my, I, I never gave him my number. That's what I'm I saying. Why didn't you give him the number? Because I was so shy. Like a year before, I'd gone through a horrible divorce, and my self esteem was like non-existent. And so I was like, he's not going to think I'm pretty. He's not going to want to hang out. And that's why when he mentioned his friends, I was like, oh, he doesn't like me like that. <laughs> oh okay. Okay. So, but yeah, turns out he did. Now we're married. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. So you basically black widowed him. Oh, totally. Yep. <laughs> Without saying a word. Yeah. I stalked him. I need to tell him that he's been trapped. Yeah, he knows. <laughs> that he, I need to tell him he can go free. Man, run away. You got trapped. You're in my web. 
<laughs> okay. All right. Uh, uh, yeah, he's wow. stuck. He's stuck. That, that poor mm-hmm. guy. I know. He doesn't even know it. <sighs> he does know it, and he doesn't care. He's too lazy to get out of it on his own. It, no, he's Takes, not. Yeah, he he's not it. lazy. He just understands it's not worth it. I take care of him. Kind All right, of. moving on. So. I cook him dinners sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Again, let's see. Let's move on. You go talk about sometimes. I know. Yeah, Starbucks. Terrible. Yeah, Starbucks. Anyway. Okay. All right, that's my story. That though. was awesome. That uh, poor guy. I don't know. Part of me feels sorry for him. I do too. I do too. A bit. But then, you know, take but the body cam. Take the body cam. Like that's the dumbest thing to me. Yeah. Take the body cam off, and then you got the body cam. Your damn self. <laughs> You black widowed your damn self. Yeah, you got yourself into that one. Yeah. Dummy. The funniest part of that to me is it was fine until he turned a certain way in the mirror called. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the people watching that were like, who is this? Is, like, is that the chief? <laughs> wait, it's like, wait a minute. No, that's not. Paul's that. Paul's that. <laughs> go back. Go back. Pause it. Yeah, that's him. That's the, him. You know, they were watching that. It was like, something's going on. We mm-hmm. think we know what it is, but you're not quite sure. It's like you see the body cam, you see the woman turn or whatever. He's like, we see her, we know what's going on, but we don't know who it is. Oh, that's so embarrassing. And it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> like you said, pause. <laughs> Chief! <laughs> so my story comes from allthatsinteresting.com. All right. In May of 2021. Talk to me. A Belgian man accidentally redrew the country border of France and Belgium because he moved a stone. I think I saw this story. <laughs> I think I saw this. Go ahead. Go ahead. So I can't pronounce this word, but the Urquilines border stone set in place for more than 200 years uh-huh. that drew the border or noted the border between France and Belgium. It was placed there in 1820. And it was a 300-pound marker in the ground delineating the boundary. But in 2021, a farmer, he needed to plow his field or something, and his tractor needed to go this specific route. And the stone was in his way, and he didn't know what the stone was for. So he's like, all right, got to move the stone. I got work to do. <laughs> so he moved the 300-pound monument out of the way of his tractor and unwittingly expanded Belgium's territory by 10,000 square feet. Wow. He had no idea that the stone had been placed there following the defeat of Napoleon, <laughs> nor that it served as a geopolitical marker. <laughs> and so an international sort of fiasco, I guess you would say, came about, and somehow France caught news of the fact that the stone was moved so authorities on both sides luckily didn't think that it was an act of hostility and it didn't cause a war they just kind of laughed about it and were like okay could you put put the stone back and he was like okay so he put the stone back i just kind of thought boundaries were like like on a map i didn't think they were actual actually like delineated in certain spots they are i know that now (laughs) (laughs) one thing so i know we've talked about before me being a flight attendant there was a captain who used to talk about you know sometimes uh flight crews their families will get on board and i don't know if they still do this but a long long time ago you could sit in the cockpit for parts of a flight if you were on the crew like i used to sit in the cockpit from time to time and it's a pretty cool way to see 
the world. And there, there was a story, this captain said that this first officer's wife, he, she was sitting in the cockpit and they were talking about how cool it was to see from that vantage point. And she was like, so where are the state lines? Like she thought you could see, <laughs> see the, the state, state lines, lines yeah. from all the way up there. So, mm. I mean, I know that there are like border crossing point marks and, you know, things that you have to be able to tell when you're in one country and when you're in another. But I never thought it would just be like a piece of stone. <laughs> right. Yeah. When you look into it, it's not as deep as people think it is. Like most people look at a map and you expect to see that when you're in the air. Yeah. Or when you get to a crossing. Yeah. It'd be a big deal. Like, turn away. This is France. Yeah. You know, now leaving Belgium. Not at all. It's just just, a stone. Yep. And in some cases, nothing. Nothing at all. So if it's nothing at all, how do you know you're leaving the country? You don't. What if you don't? Well, now because of smartphones, your your smartphone will tell you. Oh, really? Yes. Huh. Yeah. So if you ever pay attention to your phone. It, if you're traveling and your phone is on the entire time, like if you're flying, you won't get this because uh-huh. you have to turn your phones off or put them in airplane mode. But if you're driving or just riding, however, but your phone is on, your phone will welcome you to every state. Oh. And I believe it will welcome you. Let's say it, will, it may welcome you to another country. Interesting. From, so if you're going from here to Mexico, it'll welcome you to Mexico, Canada. Huh. If your phone is on, your phone will say welcome to. See, those people needed it when they were <laughs> captured in, was it Pakistan? Yeah. And they accidentally went into, anyway, that's yeah. a tangent. Yeah. And I don't yeah. know enough about it to talk about it. But, you know, could keep you out of some trouble if you accidentally find yourself in Yemen. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Anywhere like that, it's like, I need to know exactly. Right. But not, not only that, when you go places, not knowing like a stone, like he didn't know about the stone. Mm-hmm. If you go to a place, you need to know the laws. Yeah, Even sure. going from state to state. Like yeah. if you are, let's just say, for example, if you are a gun carrying citizen, mm-hmm. so here in Georgia, we have gun laws here. Mm-hmm. The gun laws here are not the same if I travel to South Carolina. That's right. The gun laws when I travel in my car, if I'm traveling from state to state to state, mm-hmm. are different federally than they are state to state because I'm traveling at the time. But once I stop and I get out and I do something, then I'm under a whole nother law. The law you got is you got to know. You got to know exactly what you're doing when you get to certain places. Yeah, it's, I am leery of being. I don't like being told what to do. I am one of those people who assumes you know we'll all be better off if we can just be more self-sufficient but in this case if my phone could be like don't do that that's illegal here yes you know you're in thailand don't touch that yes i'd be like oh thank you iphone but it doesn't it's just like welcome to thailand you're on your own you're on your own first off if you're going somewhere and you know you're going research where you're going yeah and don't just research oh what are the sites to see mm-hmm. no research what's the culture mm-hmm. what you should expect because you always hear about these people who accidentally do something stupid that they just think is a funny prank and then they end up getting caned. Yes. It's not a prank there. What, what What's acceptable here is not acceptable somewhere else. What's acceptable somewhere else may not be, may not be acceptable <laughs> here. What the hell did I just say? It's, it's crazy. And then thinking of, you know, like um, just our state lines, you know, talking about that rock and the lady and the wife in the cockpit talking about where the state lines. Mm-hmm. Um, being from Texas, I didn't know this, but Texas, if you look at the panhandle of Texas and the panhandle of Oklahoma, the panhandle of Oklahoma used to be Texas. Oh. If you look at it, it's like perfectly, it would fit perfectly as the finishing piece to the panhandle of Texas. Uh Uh-huh. 
they gave that to Oklahoma because they wanted to keep slavery. And I didn't find that. I found that out maybe, I think, at the end of 2021. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Like state line. We're talking about the lines. Like Mm -hmm. the reason why certain lines are drawn certain ways is the lines are crazy. And they're they're crazy for certain reasons in certain places. And it's not just in this country. They're all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Like why the lines are certain ways. It's, Mm -hmm. It's absolutely ridiculous. That's insane. So if people start researching and finding out things, you know, why things are the way they are, you'd be like, oh, wow. It's, it's a lot of things you would learn if you just look it up. That's why we're here. That's news to me. Yeah, that is news to me. Yeah. Lots of things are news to You're me. Learning a lot of things. I know. I feel like so smarter since we've been doing this for two years, but then in other ways I don't. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we're, we're smarter, but yeah, we get a lot of laughs in. Cause yeah, we do. We do. We get a lot of laughs we in. We got to have some laughs. <laughs> well, that was all I had. That was my story. Yes. This man redrew Belgium. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad. First off, would Belgium and France, would they have really fought? Who I would mean, get mad? Come on, let's be. What are they going to do? Throw, throw a croissant at each other? <laughs> right. I dump my chocolate at you. Hey, take this waffle. <laughs> you have the worst croissants I've ever eaten in my life. And your macarons are terrible. First off, macaroon, they are, these are hard as hell. Yeah. You get a good one, though. It's just a little crunchy on the outside and gooey. It's so good on the inside. I've tried one and it was so hard. I was like, I, I can't do this. I don't know. No, what you it can't is. eat them stale. You need them fresh. You need me to make you some. I make them good. You do? Mm-hmm, I sure do. Okay. I'll, I'll take it up. Next no, time it I'm takes a long time to make them. Oh, never mind. Then I'm but I'm going to make you through. some. You will. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're good. Uh, don't have me waiting a long time now. Well, now you're pressuring me. <laughs> just going to go to the mall and buy you some. Don't, don't promise me. And be like, I'm going to make something for you in five years from now. Here's that macaron. Remember, that, remember the episode 45? I <laughs> promised you some macarons. Yeah, no. There you go. That was 17 years ago. Well, <laughs> I, you not. know, um, it has to be on my own creative time. <laughs> no, absolutely not. It's Erica time. In Erica time, it's only been five minutes. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> No, no, no. Okay, then. All oh, right. I gotta Erica, ask you it a is question. your day. You know what time it is? Prime Minister question time. Just kidding. It's question of the day time. Okay. What's your favorite state that you've ever been to? Oh. In the United States. So far. All right. This is, uh, I haven't been to many states. Mm-hmm. So far, I'm going to have to say California. Okay. Here's why. It's not because of the people. Mm-hmm. It's not because of the crowds. It's not because of the food. Just the layout of the land itself. The geography. It is absolutely beautiful. Moving from Texas to Georgia mm-hmm. was beautiful itself. Growing up in Southeast Texas, it's flat land. Mm-hmm. Coming here, I get to see mountains, hills. But then being in California for the first time, when I was in Pasadena, California, to see mountains mountains in the backyard to experience a desert the mm-hmm. mojave desert i was like wait a minute I, this is the you see I, you know i've seen the mojave desert in movies i drove from vegas to pasadena california to drive through a desert like oh this is a desert is beautiful and the whole time i was like please don't let the car stop uh, <laughs> <laughs> i would die out here in this heat. but it, it was absolutely beautiful to drive through the mountains like that. Mm-hmm. And then the beach. I want to go back and drive the San Diego. I want to drive up the coast up mm-hmm. to, I think you're up to the, what, Seattle, 
Washington. Yeah, I think you can drive all the way up. Up, I want to. I want to do that one day. Mm -hmm. That would be beautiful to me. Now I'd be scared all the twists and turns right next to the water, but still, people behind me would be upset because I'm driving 25 miles per hour. But I'm gonna do it because I think it's absolutely beautiful. I've never experienced anything like that in my life. To just walk outside is absolutely beautiful. Every day of the week, well, not every day, but I mean, it rains, but most of the days, oh man, that was beautiful to me so far. Ah, that sounds beautiful. Now I'm in my head and picturing it. Now again, take away the the, the pollution, the people, the, the smog, the, <laughs> right? You you take away the high ass prices for everything. Yeah. Now I will say this: the Mexican food in California absolutely delicious. Is it? Oh mm. gosh, breakfast burritos. On the taco stands, the taco truck. Oh, anyway, but yes, I, California. I enjoyed that. Yeah. But I want to experience more of it. Yes. That sounds wonderful. What about you? See, for me, I don't know. I love the beaches of the Florida Gulf, but I've never really been to Florida aside from just going from Georgia to the beach. Mm-hmm. The beach is my happy place. It's my most favorite place in the whole world. If you put me on white sand with a turquoise blue ocean, I will be as happy as I'll ever be, especially with my family, my friends, good food. That's my place. But I drove in my mid-20s from North Carolina to Seattle. Oh, wow. And so I was able to see and experience a lot of really cool places. South Dakota, beautiful. Idaho, beautiful. But I didn't really get to experience much of it. So I want to do that. But again, it's it's just based on beauty. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm basing my answer just on pure beauty, not the experience of the place. Just beauty. Montana was beautiful. See, I want to go to Montana too. I heard Montana is absolutely beautiful. It was beautiful. But I like like you. I like water. That's why California is. Like mountains are beautiful. I'm starting to appreciate and respect them more now that I'm older. Mm Mm-hmm. But my favorite place in the whole world is St. John, U.S. Virgin Islands. It's just so pristine and perfect and beautiful. And it's quaint. And the people were always so nice. And rum is cheaper than milk. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. That's, who drinks milk? <laughs> I know. Who needs milk when you got rum? I'm going to put Talk some rum it. in my Cheerios. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the best Cheerios I've ever had. <laughs> Kids, taste my Cheerios. Healthy heart. That's right. <laughs> These are supposed to be heart healthy, doctor. You don't even know. <laughs> you don't even know. Gosh. Uh, so anyway, that's my question of the day. Like this it. has been a fun episode. It has been. Short and sweet, like me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, we're going to get surgery on you. That's right, i got to break my legs. Get you three inches more. <laughs> Size does matter. <laughs> well, goodbye. <laughs> Listen to the catchy jingle, press play. Erica B and Mookie G and everything they say, man, it's news to me. You got Mookie G and Erica B and everything they say, man, it's news to me. Found it in the peach, news to me. Every word do teach, cause it's news to me. You got news to me. News to me, Erica and Mookie in news to me. You can't say Thank you like all for listening. Don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and follow us on Facebook and Instagram to keep the conversation going. Do you have a suggestion for a future episode? Please let us know. 
send us an email at that's news to me at gmail.com. That's news, the number two, me, the number two, at gmail.com.